0: Hello and welcome to the first North Roots podcast episode of 2021. I'm your host, Joe, and on this episode, we're going to cover everything that 2021 is bringing. 2020 was one wild year. Not that I need to remind anyone of that. I hope you made it through 2020 healthy and happy, and with that said, let's get right into 2021. Like many of you, I have set several New Year's resolutions. My list of professional goals for the company took me a little while to come up with. I wanted to make sure that they were achievable, but also allowed me the opportunity to go above and beyond the goals I set. This is something I advise everyone to do. Make sure you set your goals at a challenging level to keep you working on them, but by keeping them at an achievable level, it allows you the chance to do more than what you originally intended. And it's such a great feeling when you blow past one of your original goals. I'll go over my list quick, and you can think about your own list of goals while I do that. Alrighty, starting with Instagram. This year, I am aiming for 1,000 followers. I'm currently at 224, so I need to grow my page a little over 4 times in 12 months to achieve that goal. I set this goal pretty high. Multiplying my followers by 4 is a pretty massive undertaking, but I'm staying hopeful and working on setting a posting schedule to help me. Now what about the online content, including this podcast? Well, I'm hoping for 26 podcast episodes, hopefully more, this year. That's one every other week. I want to make sure that I'm supplying quality episodes instead of 100 episodes that are simply mediocre. And I'm always talking to people in the plant and botany communities about what topics that they'd be interested in listening to in a podcast. This has allowed me to set up a pretty decent list of topics for episodes And this list is an ever-growing and ever-changing list, which is absolutely fantastic. Up next is my blog. My goal for the blog is one post a week. 52 total articles all about houseplants and botany. Many of the blog posts will be available in podcast form. Not everyone has time to read through articles, so listening to a podcast episode on your way to work or in between meetings is perfect. Speaking of which... Have a topic that you'd like to hear about? Go ahead and send me a message on Instagram or Facebook at North Roots Exotics, or shoot me an email at North Roots Exotics at Gmail. Goals change and grow over time. Some or all of my goals could morph into an entirely different idea down the road. Keep that in mind if you ever change the ideas of your goals, or the reasoning behind your goals changes. It doesn't necessarily mean you aren't doing everything correctly. Sometimes, things change, and that's just how we grow as humans. Speaking of growing, what's growing at Northroots? Well, I have some cool stuff happening and quite a few projects I'm working on. Other than my goals that I just went over, I have a ton of plant projects that I'm currently working on, which is what you really came here to listen to, so don't worry, I'm getting right into that. Let's start with the mother plants I've been growing out and fertilizing like crazy. A pepernum is a fantastic starting point. Currently, I have Jade, Marble Queen, Manjula, Pearls and Jade, and of course, the sought-after Cebu Blue. I'll throw in Scindapsus pictus in this list as it's sometimes referred to as a silvery and pothos, even though it's not truly a pothos. I'm hoping to get my hands on some global green and Jacenia pothos this spring or early summer, but those are incredibly difficult to track down, which is why I want to get my hands on them and make them available for you guys. If you haven't heard of those two variations of pothos, they're both cultivated varieties of golden pothos, but instead of the white and yellow variegation, they hold some incredibly vibrant green variegation. Speaking of variegation... The collection of Tradescantia is continuing to grow and will be readily available with a large supply for this summer. The quickest way for me to cover all of them is to just list them off. So here we go. Tradescantia silmontana or the white fuzzy, Tradescantia fluminensis deep purple, Tradescantia pallida purple queen also known as the purple heart, Tradescantia zeanthoides red hill. Tritoscantia Saranthoides Smooth Form Lilac Bubblegum, sometimes called the Nanook, but that's a whole different debate. And last but not least, Tritoscantia Adersoniana Blushing Bride. This list should continue to grow this year as well. Once you begin collecting the Tradescantia varieties, you realize they're kind of like Pokemon, you gotta catch them all. Calicia elegans has also been incredibly popular, and I just wasn't able to keep up with the demand this past year. I'm working on growing out a bunch more of it this year to have available for everyone. You guys can't get enough of this stuff. As for other vining plants, I have plenty of pothos as I mentioned previously, but I'm also working on growing up some philodendron brazil, and would really like to get my hands on some other variegations like cream splash, Rio, and Silver Stripe. And if I can possibly get my hands on some philodendron micans, that will be growing as fast as I can to get it out to you as well. These vining plants are a hit in apartments and homes. Seriously, super easy to care for, and they immediately bring in a natural vibe to any room. Or maybe you're just as plant crazy as I am and try to collect all the species under a wide variety of genus. Oh boy, we're not done yet. I have some incredibly hard-to-get Monstera adensanai laniata, which is a wide-leaf variation, but differs from the obliqua form. I've had some great success propping this stuff, thankfully, and I really think you guys will absolutely love this variety. The leaves are a gorgeous, vibrant green with a slight shine to them, and as they mature, they produce wonderful fenestrations. My hope is to have these available along with some normal form Adensani. Another one of my favorites is Raphidophora tetrasperma, or RT for short. Currently, I only have a small pot of it in my own personal collection, but I'm working on getting a bunch of it to produce and have available sometime in the summer. So many types of tropicals and temperates. How about succulents and cacti? Well, I am here to admit that I have very limited experience in the world of succulent type plants. I am doing my best to quickly learn and research as much as I possibly can so that I can raise these types of plants to provide you with them. I have purchased a few cacti and a few succulents for me to learn with in the hopes that I will quickly catch on to how they grow and the common issues with them. I don't want to provide a product to anyone that I don't know enough about or that I won't be able to answer questions about. I've said this many times before and I will continue to say it. My goal with this business isn't to simply deliver you a plant or product and then leave you to figure everything out. I'm building up this community to help you grow your knowledge and education about plants and their care. That's why I'm taking the time to write and create these blog articles and podcast episodes. Oh, and my new platform Tin Can, where I do live audio broadcasts where you can ask questions and leave comments in real time. Unlike live video feeds, the stream is in real time and there's no lag between the video and the comments. Tin Can is a free app available on Android and Apple. It takes like 10 seconds to download and start using it. Maybe talk shows are dying out, but that's what people said about gardening and look where we are. I will leave this episode on that note. I really appreciate you coming to listen here today and I am so excited for this new year. So many new projects, plans, and ideas to work on. I want to hear what you guys are growing and working on, and what you're having a hard time getting your hands on, or some issues that you just can't seem to figure out. Go ahead and message me on Instagram, Facebook, or leave a comment on this podcast. You can find me anywhere under the handle North Roots Exotics. I had a suggestion a while back to end my episodes with a tip on how to take care of pests. So let's start that right now. Fungus gnats are the enemy of all indoor gardeners. Those things drive me absolutely crazy. So what's the best way to take care of those darn things? First, take a look at the type of soil you're using. Is it a well-draining mix? When you buy potting soil, make sure that the bag isn't waterlogged or super compacted because it's wet. This is an absolute fungus gnat factory. Steer away from very wet or cheap soils. Maybe you have a good soil that drains well, but you brought home a plant that you just couldn't go home without, only to find out it has gnats a few days later. By now, they've spread to even more plants. Don't worry, just a few steps and you'll have those buggers flying for their lives. If the infestation is out of control, I would suggest you water your plants with a diluted hydrogen peroxide mix. A mix of 4 parts water to 1 part hydrogen peroxide. What this does is knock out the problem at the source, the larva. It kills them on contact and prevents the future generation from buzzing around your head and landing in your much needed cup of coffee. Next, keep that soil dry. Well, not all of it of course. I'm just talking about the top quarter to half inch of soil. That means start bottom watering. When the topsoil is dry, it keeps the adult flies from laying eggs in the soil. They know their babies need wet conditions to hatch. And it will keep any eggs already in the soil from hatching. If you are really desperate or want to combat the already adult flies, one option is to buy some sticky fungus gnat traps on Amazon. These bright yellow sticky traps are placed right into the soil of the potted plant and they attract the gnats, where they stick and can't escape. I hope this helps. Have a pest issue that has you at your wit's end? Send me a message, and I'll cover it in a future episode.